Welcome to an encouraging word from Pastor Elliot Warren of Cross Culture Church in Houston, Texas. I want to read this passage that came to my mind, kept coming to my mind yesterday. It's in Joshua chapter 5 and beginning in verse 13. This is with this is in the days of Joshua after Moses had died, and they're get, they just come into the land, and uh, they're getting ready to battle. And it says in verse 13 that it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho. He lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, a man stood opposite him with the sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to the man and said, Are you for us, or are you for our adversaries? And the angel said, No. But as commander of the army of the Lord, listen to that. As the commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. So right now we get a picture of this angel who has decided to manifest and appear as a man with a sword in his hand. And he says, I'm the commander of the army of the Lord. He's got a sword. What does that mean? That means he's getting ready to fight. That's really powerful. You know, that shows us that angels actually do battle on our behalf. I don't know how they do that. I don't know what they're using that sword for. I don't know how that works. But all I know is there was an angel there, and he says, I'm getting ready to go into battle. And by the way, he's not saying, how can I serve you, Joshua? No, he goes, I'm getting ready to battle. And it's not about me being on your side. It's about if you want me to be on your side, if you want me to give you great victory, I have to do what he said. You want victory? You, I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to do. That's amazing to me. Because what's going on is we see that angels are involved in the affairs of men, and they're actually involved in our battles. If we are doing what God wants us to do, they get involved. But we cannot go and do our own thing, be insensitive to the Lord, and expect them to get involved. We can't do things in our flesh ability. We can't just go, oh, you know what? We need to go do that and just go do it without getting wisdom and empowering from God. I had, I've shared a little tid, tidbit before about this dream I had, but I had such an intense three-part dream one time. I believe it's for a, a time that's coming soon. But anyway, in the last part, in the third dream, of the, it was three dreams in one, and in the third dream, there was this, I just would call it, let me just spiritualize it to, to make it short, a demonic thing happening. I wanted to use, I had a gun in my hand, and I wanted to use it. And I knew that if I pointed the gun and started to use it, that I would be completely taken out. This in the dream. So instead of me trying to shoot him with my gun, what I did was I raised my hands like this, sort of like, I guess, in surrender to God. Very interesting. When I raised my hands, immediately God went to work. And when I did that, God went to work, and someone of a police man came in to the situation, brought the evidence that needed to be seen, and said, this is what's been going on the whole time. This is what's been going on. And he exposed treachery. 
And I'm going, wow, now I had this dream probably 10 years ago, and I knew to write it down. But I backed up, and I'm going, wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. I mean, there's so many powerful things in that dream I had. But what really impressed me was my power and natural ability was only going to take me down. But if I had learned, if I would learn to do things God's way and depend on Him in that warfare, in that need, God was going to get involved. God was going to expose what needed to be exposed. And the, the situation was arrested. It was, going to, it was going to get brought down. Now, I had that dream. Again, I, I ought to go read when it was, but I'm guessing it was around 10 years ago. I believe it's very pertinent for where we are. I believe it's going to become more and more pertinent. But I just would say to you, we need to begin to trust in the Lord. Quit trusting in our own understanding. Quit trusting in our own ability. Quit trusting in certain things we've looked to. And trust for God to get involved. Because when we do things God's way, we have mighty angels who are working for us when we do things God's way. They get involved. There's another story like this where earlier in Joshua's life, Moses told him, he said, you go fight the Amalekites. We've been called to fight these Amalekites. So they're called to fight and win over the Amalekites, aren't they? Of course they are. So he says, you go there. I'm going to hold up this rod over on top of the hill. We don't know how, why Moses knew to hold up the rod. Maybe God told him. Maybe it was inspired. Maybe he just knew it was the right thing to do. What did the rod represent? God's power over the situation. When Moses parted the Red Sea, how did he do it? He held the rod up over the sea. When he held the rod over the sea, the seas parted. So anyway, he goes up. He holds the rod up over this situation, and Joshua's winning. And you see, it looks natural. Somehow, Joshua's getting help. Moses brings his staff down. Guess what? Joshua and all of Israel, they begin to lose. They begin to lose. They're the army of God, so to speak. They've got a call of God to defeat wickedness, but they have no power they're just walking in their natural power now, and they're losing. There is a big statement there, you see. When the staff was lifted, the armies of God, the same army that we read about in Joshua 5, you don't see the man there, but he's there with the army of God. That army's there, but look, they're disengaged whenever the rod's not up. Why is that? Well, for some reason, God was using Moses' rod in that day, and it was symbolic, but God was using it. And God's like, I said, hold up that rod. It's symbolic of my authority. That's what I've been using. And if you don't hold up that rod, you guys are going to start losing. I'm just saying that for you to think about this, right? Meditate on that. If we don't do things the way God says to do it, our power is limited. Our effectiveness is limited. And in our own strength, we might have the call. We might have an assignment from God. But we will lose if somehow we've not done what needs to be done to connect to the power of God and get the armies of God working on our behalf. And that's exactly what God is wanting to do in this hour. 
I believe that the armies are in array. I believe that the armies of God are standing at command. I believe that they're standing. Multitudes and multitudes of the host of heaven are waiting for things to line up. They're waiting for God's people to line up. They're waiting for God's command. They're, they are there waiting to do an amazing miracle in this hour. And the big question is, will the people of God rise up? Will the people of God quit living in the flesh? Will the people of God quit having the wrong attitudes in life? Will the people of God be strong and do what they're supposed to do and trust God and get out of this flesh battle? Because we are losing. We will continue to lose until the army has really risen up and is trusting God, is one with God and doing it His way. This man getting back to Jericho, this man who was an angel goes, I'm the head of God's army, which means they're right here. You just can't see them. You do this, you do this, and you do this, and this is going to happen. What does he do? He does exactly what he was told, which is something his mind didn't want to do. He walks around Jericho seven days. He does that without, and nobody, not just him, but all of Israel, all of the warriors, they don't say a word. On the seventh day, they go around it seven times. And guess what happens? The walls fall down. I don't know. Somebody's told me one time that there was some, uh, some kind of archaeological find where, you know, they were mud. They were like mud brick walls, very strong, impenetrable. But anyway, someone told me that there was discovered these wide, deep walls straight in the ground in that area. And people are going, could it be when the walls fell, they didn't fall like that? They just went straight down? I'm going, wow, that'd be crazy. <laughs> but maybe it happened. But maybe, but maybe the angels are there. And when the obedience was fulfilled, when Joshua did exactly the way God was leading, the angels were empowered and had God's go ahead and all those angels were mobilized to do what they're supposed to do. I am telling you, I feel extremely confident, extremely confident that there is a multitude of angels that are lined up battle ready right at the point of going forward. They are lined up. They're in battle array right behind the host of heaven. And I believe at the right time, as we line up with God in this hour, there's going to be an amazing releasing of the host of heaven. And you're going to see God go to work for us beyond what we could have done in our flesh and our little efforts. I mean, there's so much that's happening today. And I'm not saying that all of that's wrong by any means. I'm not trying to put that down. But what I'm just saying is we've got to get into God's power. We've got to get God's mind. We've got to do things his way. And we've got to quit doing things according to the flesh.